I'm Avremi. And I'm Endel. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Oh Bubby. Welcome back to Oh Bubby. Let's get this podcast started. Avrami, you ready? Oh yeah. It's exciting. It's our second one doing remotely. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have some bumps in the road and we're going to grow and go past them as we did last week. We are both now in separate locations. Yes. Isn't that hectic? Yes. Due to getting back to our half normal lives, we have distant locations now, but the podcast of Oh Bubby has got to go on. So we're there for you boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot leave you left alone. Rain or shine, we're going to be here. We got to keep it juicy. We got to keep it juicy. So as like we said, we're in different locations, actually. I'm actually located in New York, and Avrami's back home in Wisconsin. Um, I work for an organization called Sea Kids. So I went back to New York where I am newly married, of course. I'm newly married. So I'm back home, back to my apartment where my wife's parents live as well. And I went back to work, actually, from my apartment still, but just be back at our own place. It was nice to be visiting home for a while. We went on a vacation together as a family to a house that we spoke about last week, or two weeks ago, because we missed last week's podcast, unfortunately. Sorry about that, people. But uh, so basically back in New York, and Avrami is in Wisconsin. Avrami, what are you up to? Yeah, I'm in Wisconsin. I'm actually going to be heading out back up to New York uh, this coming Tuesday, God willing. I'm going to be traveling there with the family, a little road trip uh, for a special visit to the OHEL, which we'll talk about, God willing, next week a little bit. And from there, I'll be heading off to camp. Yes, believe it or not, there are some camps which are opening, and there is a camp. I was originally, like we spoke about, uh, in our first podcast, meant to go to a Montreal camp, which there Unfortunately, was Unfortunately, that closed. Yes. That was exactly. But fortunately, the head staff from there decided and moved down to Pennsylvania, where they're allowing overnight camps. There will be an overnight camp. It's going to be a humongous, giant, great amount of people there. I'm telling you, like 400, 500 kids. More. I, I spoke to the director yesterday, one of the directors. It'll be, over, it'll be almost 800 kids, like 780 kids. In this Unbelievable. And this campgrounds, to give you a picture, an average summer to go to this campgrounds, for a regular camper in the normal campground situations, when this campground, the ownership is normally doing their own camp, costs around $10,000 just for one session. It is an extremely humongous, giant campground. There's golf courses, there's batting, there's everything. There's multiple fields, lakes, rivers, you name it, you got it. A real good place to go, especially during this time when there's not going to be a lot of trips. So looking forward to that. Going to be a counselor there. And we will continue with the podcast throughout the summer, God willing. Obviously, we'll keep you updated. Yes, exactly. And so everyone, keep enjoying the summer. And as you know, this country is open. A lot of people went up to their family upstate New York. Um, people went to all these places. Of course, stay safe, be healthy. That is very important. Now we go straight to our favorite topic of the week, the juicy moment of the week. Actually, this one comes to Avremi. Avremi did something crazy today that he's going to share with us right now. All right. Let's start off with some awesome and exciting information. Today, I went skydiving. What? You what? Oh, no. I, I went skydiving, oh, guys. It was a crazy idea. I mean, let me give you a background. You see, I'm like one of the more adventurous type of people. And I wanted to go skydiving for a while. And I finally got around to do it. Decided with a friend we're going to go skydiving. And we booked it. And you come to the place. And, you know, your nerves are starting to work them way up. And you're getting a little ticklish. You're feeling nervous. You get the butterfly stuff in your stomach. And then you go. You sign some waivers. You get your harness on, you meet your instructor who's going to jump with you, and you think you've uh, overcome the hardest part of getting into the plane, and now you're flying up, you're in this plane, the door's open, and it's exciting, but it's nerve-wracking, and you go a couple thousand feet in the air, 14,000 feet in the air, 
That's a lot of and feet. And you're standing there. You're looking out now onto, down at earth, down on the ground, and everything is tiny. And before you know it, you are flying in the air. Unbelievable. Flying in the air. How many seconds did you drop for free fall? We did a 50-second free fall, but it feels like three seconds. Oh, it feels that fast? Oh, yeah. And I saw the video of you doing it. I'm actually jealous. Like, that was a really cool move. Like, I, it's I'm never impressed. too late to do it. It's a free country. That's very impressive. I mean, what was, the, was there any scary moments to it, or was it actually very calm? Honestly, all uh, dramatic parts aside, for, uh, to be between me and you, I thought it would be a lot more nerve-wracking, but the thrill was definitely there. It was definitely exciting and scary. You're standing out that door, and you're looking down, and you see stuff, and the next thing you know, you're out and just flying down at 120 miles an hour. I mean, it's, it's intense. It's definitely a thrilling sport. There's people doing it every single day, but there's scarier things, but it's definitely something good to get off the bucket list. Listen, skydiving is that's a pretty cool one. That is a very, very cool one. Did you pull the parachute or the instructor pulls it? So the instructor pulls the parachute and actually they tell you ahead of time that if for some reason uh, the instructor falls asleep or he loses his interest, basically joking around, that uh, they show you how to pull the parachute and how to deploy it. And then if for some reason you don't have a parachute, they say don't worry because your reserve parachute automatically deploys at X amount of feet up in the air. So you're pretty much good to go. Chances of a failure and uh, a fatality is pretty low, uh, or close to 100 times less chances even more than a car crash so you know what not everybody wants to do it but it's super epic that is that's pretty pretty awesome that's actually skydiving wow we basically went straight to the juicy topic today this is the juicy moment of the week right here without a doubt the only time you get a flight where it's truly one way it's just (laughs) up and not down you should get a one-way flight but it's not really one way are there even seats on the plane oh well there are benches and you're it's it's there's a little less social distancing going on so highly not not recommended if you're nervous but it's pretty squishy in there, no air conditioning, no depressurization, but you do it, you go up, you conquer the fear, and that's a really important thing in life, to get over those things. And the truth about it is when you come to these things, which are your fears and things which seemed almost impossible to accomplish, like I said, I thought it'd be a lot more scary. Once you get there and you come and face a challenge you have, you realize how really you have the ability to overcome it with ease. And it's something which anybody can do. Good lesson. It's actually a really important lesson. Avrami, that's, that's pretty awesome. Good for you. I'm really, that's pretty awesome. Round of applause right there. All right, all right, all right. And now for some nice and juicy inspiration of the week. Like we said in our podcast that we want to keep this thing exciting, a little comical, entertaining, but of course, inspirational and some sort of purpose and meaning. And every week, an easy way to find that is in the weekly Torah portion. So without further ado, Mendel, take it away. So this week's Torah portion is Parashas Shalach. Shalach in Hebrew means to send. What happened in this week's portion? The Jews were in the desert now for actually a very short period of time. This was right after the giving of the Torah. The Jews are in the desert and God promises to them to go check, go, they're going to receive the land of Israel. The Jews hear, oh my gosh, the land of Israel, awesome. What's it like? God says it is the most incredible land in the world. It's going to be the best. It's going to be amazing. It's full of produce and grapes and figs and, and flog and look at honey. They say, we want to send spies and check it out. Hashem says, I'm not telling you to send no spies. Do what you want. As in Hebrew, it is, Shlach lecha ledatecha. Shlach lecha ledatecha. Send if you'd like. If you want to send spies, send spies. So Moses says, okay, I will choose spies from the Jewish people, one from each tribe, 12, 12 spies, and they will go check out the land of Israel. He chooses these 12 men, holy men, special men, 
and they go check the land of Israel. They live for 40 days. They travel the entire land from one side to the other. God made many miracles for them. The shore to the land. Imagine traveling the land of Israel. It's a small place, but 40 days to cover the whole land is very short. And they travel the land of Israel. They bring back fruit. The fruit sizes were unheard of. Remy, you ever heard the size of the fruits they brought back? They say you can carry one grape with like eight or ten, nine people. I mean, exactly. eight, nine, one, ten people. It's crazy. One cluster of grapes took eight people to carry. Oh, a, a cluster. Fi- wow. That's a crazy. fig was one person. They were massive. And the same with a, the fruits were incredibly huge. Anyways, they come back and they give the report to Jewish people. Ten of these tribes come back, ten of these spies, and say, the land's horrible. There are giants there. It is full of death. It is a horrible land. Two of the spies say, excuse me, this land is incredible. It's the most incredible land in the world. It's the land of Israel. It's the holy land. It's amazing. It's an incredible land. Anyways, the Jews all start complaining and crying, why are we going to Israel? Look at all the hear about from the spies. Why am I going? Avemi does the voice. It's not me, but I was just trying. So God says, I'm going to give you guys a punishment. For the 40 days that the spies traveled the land of Israel, you're going to be now stuck in the desert for 40 years. This is how the Jews got stuck in the desert for 40 years because of the spies' mistake of coming back and giving a negative report of an incredible, incredible place. I mean, but if you think about it, like, come on. So for 40 days, 40 years now they're going to spend in the desert? 40 years? I mean, that's a lot. That's, a, that's quite the punishment. Imagine like a child for 40 minutes didn't listen to his parents, meaning he's playing video games an extra 40 minutes. So his parents say, all right, for the next 40 years, you cannot play video games. I mean. Sounds a little crazy. There's got to be something more to it, Mendel. What is there to this that really was the main issue? What was it? Was it the, was it the report or was it a lack of something? A very good question. So the Rebbe explains, Baba Trebbe, which we'll speak much more about next week, because as it's passing as Gimel Tammuz, the third of the month, Hebrew month of Tammuz, that's why a lot of people come to visit his resting place. We'll talk about that all next week. But he explains as follows. God promised an incredible land to the Jewish people. The land of Israel is flowing with milk and honey. It is a land upon land. It is amazing. Now the Jews wanted to send spies. Hashem, God, had no problem to send spies. I'll give you a very good example. The Jews got the Torah. When the Jews got the Torah, God said, Jews, do you want the Torah? They said, Nasevenishma. Yes, we want it. We will hear it and we'll listen. What's that mean? Yes, we'll take the Torah. And now that we said yes, what's inside the Torah? Explain it to us. Give me explanations. God said, you're getting the land of Israel. The Jews said, we'll take it. You want to send spies to do the Nishma part? You want to understand what the land is like, how good it is? Go send spies. I'll tell you how amazing it is and come back. But the spies made a mistake. They took upon themselves a much greater mission. They said, well, we're not just going to say how good it is. We're going to give our own opinion. Truthfully, it's not so good. There's this issue. There's that issue. There's a whole other explanation how these good people made such a mistake. But that's not for today. So their mistake was that they came back with giving their own report. Their job was not to say if the land is good or bad. Their job was to come back and report how to conquer the land. Give practicalities, like a map the land out. How would you come conquer it? God said it's good. Why is it good? Not to come back with your own logic. And believe it or not, this actually connects to Remy's parachuting today. Not just parachuting. His skydiving. How? How, Remy? How does this connect? Very simply. You see, in short, what my brother said is that there was a lack of trust that these Miraglim, these spies had in God kind of like when I went parachuting today, if I had a lack of trust in any aspect, whether it was the harness to my instructor, to the plane, to something faulty in the parachute, to even some bad weather or whatever it would be, if I had a lack of trust that everything was going to work out, I probably wouldn't have went. And even if I would have went, I would have been feeling really bad about it. 
and it wouldn't have been good for anybody. So these 12 spies, these spies, the Maraglim, which were going into the land to scout it out, what was their main problem was is they saw the place is too big for them. We can't, we can't conquer it. We can't, these guys are giants. They didn't realize, they didn't have the faith in God. They didn't realize it actually explains that it says that these giants saw them and to them, they were little insects, the size in comparison. And because of that, they didn't care that there's these little foreigners walking around. It's like a bunch, it's like a little bug walking on the floor. It doesn't bother you. I mean, it bothers some people. But they didn't realize that was an advantage. If they would have been any bigger, they thought we're too small. We can't conquer them. On the contrary, if they would have been any bigger and if they would have been more noticeable, these giants of this land, a time of the Canaanite land, the, the land of Canaan, which was soon to be the land of Israel, they would have destroyed them. And that was actually a, a gift. It was an advantage that God had given them. And because of their lack of trust and lack in faith in God, they were missing this and didn't realize that. And it's a good lesson for us in life in general, whether it's in skydiving, trusting the court, or whether it's anything. It's very important not only to trust people, but to have a positive outlook on things. They saw we're too small, we can't conquer them. On the contrary, sometimes someone smaller has an advantage. You're playing sports or basketball and the guy small can sneak right through. The guy who's big doesn't have that advantage. The guy small can fit into the little closet and hide. Everything has an advantage and you got to make sure to look and see those advantages. That's a little lesson, something which obviously can apply to our day-to-day -day lives and even in certain things, and it's very hard to explain, but everything has a silver lining or almost everything. And even if it does and we don't see it, it's still there and we got to try to make it our priority to either acknowledge it or try to acknowledge it. All right. It was awesome podcast. Mendel, any final thoughts? I have to say, Remy, this is one of the juicier podcasts we have produced. This story of those spies actually has so much to learn lessons from, and we only shared just a couple. And there's really a lot of lessons you can learn from the story and the Jews 40 years in the desert. For those who do not know, this is actually how it began. In regards to your skydiving trip today, Remy, I only have two words to share. And we'll sign off with that. Oh, oh Bobby. Bobby. See you next oh. time. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.